0: Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Nintendo Fanboys. And Steven's back. It's beautiful. Everything is fine in the world. <laughs> so say hello, you monster. Hello.
1: How is it going?
0: Wow. Wow. You can tell he's uh, really motivated here. I am in a wonderful mood because
1: school's out for
0: summer, baby. <laughs> I'm so happy it's uh it's glorious honestly it's glorious so what have you been up to
1: nothing it's just when when you said that i i can't keep that alice cooper song out of my head now you should sing it for me
0: no no you seem
1: to know it by heart (laughs) yeah sure (laughs) come on what have you been doing
0: let's get the show on the road
1: (laughs) (laughs) i'm trying to stall you because you seem to to be doing a terrible job as a host as usual
0: Wow, wow! I'm asking him what he's up to, <laughs> and it's like pulling teeth. This is going to be a good show, folks. This is gonna oh yeah, be it's going to be one show. for
1: the one for the history books.
0: Yeah, and we're actually going to be recording like a bunch of these back to back to back. So it's going to be you're going to see real <laughs> quality here. Yeah, by the
1: by the third show, we're probably just going to be calling it in
0: yeah exactly i'll be like I'll so have my dog welcome. bark at that microphone
1: for a bit <laughs> exactly. we'll call it a podcast, <laughs> and i'll just be
0: sitting here welcome back to another episode <laughs> it's gonna be great well anyways all joking aside i'm very happy because school's out for summer and um, i've got essentially four months off but i'm going away to asia for a couple of weeks which is going to be pretty wild actually It's going to be really interesting, and I'm going to the motherland. I am going to Japan for a couple of days, uh, right at the end of, like, the last leg of the the journey. So I'm going to do my very best to go to some of those retro gaming stores and stuff. The the thing is, I don't have, like, tons of time, right, because this is for school. So we'll have to see. I got the itinerary, and, I mean, it looks really interesting. A lot of the different things that I'm going to be able to uh, go check out and stuff. It's busy, I won't lie. It is going to be quite busy. It's going to be 10 days of like, ah, madness. But you only really have one assignment, and that assignment is not individual. You're working with your team, and we actually already did the vast majority of work already. So we just have to come up with some questions and stuff, and I'm going to work on that later today, Uh, but... The idea is whatever you do now, you don't have to do while you're in Asia, so you get to, you know, enjoy a little bit more. Uh, In terms of consoles and stuff, they're all going to be staying home. I'm not bringing anything with me like that, just because of the fact that I have way too much. Way too much other stuff I need to bring, and the truth is I'm never gonna have a chance to be playing anything. The only thing that I'm thinking of is for the airplane. Like, what am I gonna do? Cause it's a 20 hour flight, man. 20 hours in a plane. Ugh. That's gonna be brutal, man.
1: If only you had a specific system that could help you.
0: Yeah, get, well. 20 hour, right. No, but that's what I'm saying. Like, that, that could be the only thing but I'm like, I'm, I'm, what I'm trying to figure out is, it, it would be great, right? Like the 3DS or the Switch would be phenomenal for that. The 3DS would be much easier to take around afterwards. It's, You know, it's less big, right? But I just don't want to bring all this stuff and go from one place to another place. So,
1: like, the 3DS seems to be the best thing I could do. Because with both systems, all you need is the system and the power cord. That's yeah, it. that's right. That's right. It's not that big. A, you don't need to bring the dock and anything no, else. No, no, no. Like
0: of course it. not. No, no, no. It's just, uh, like I said. most uh,
1: airplanes have a power outlet in front of you. It, they right, have
0: imagine? to. They, they have to. For a, for like a massive flight like this, they they better. Because 20 hours, absolutely none of my, my stuff will, will last. Mm-hmm. So anyways, I don't know, I'm uh, I'm putting together stuff, I gotta go shopping uh, sometime this week too, I'm gonna pick up a couple of things, like clothes and stuff, but um, yeah, I, uh, it's the last little crunch man, and then three months off for summer, I start back Friday, August 30th, but I only have, uh, I think it's only like two classes, or well at least for right now, there's only two classes on that day. But as of right now, I'm officially a year two MBA student. That's pretty crazy, man. So one more year. By this time next year, I will have graduated.
1: Amazing. Yeah, it's crazy. Man. Are you a big uh, sleeper on airplanes?
0: Uh, not really.
1: Yeah, I can't sleep on those. So yeah, bring your switch. It's easy.
0: Yeah. Well, the this is the thing, right? Like I haven't played anything. So, so, like, well, it could be a pretty good opportunity to. Uh,
1: you can actually play the messenger.
0: Yeah, you can play whatever game. Perfect, perfect. Well, there you go. And so, what have you been playing, man?
1: I've been playing some stuff. Uh, I'm trying to remember what I was playing before because I, I I played Cuphead, of course. Cuphead came out last week. I played, I played the first two worlds. So. I think that may, I, be, I defeated 10 bosses and four running gun stages. There's the third world next. And then I believe the fourth world has two bosses, like the two final bosses. And really amazing game. It just right now, the third, like this is the, the game. I think like that. It has a concept a misconception of being very, very, very hard. And it's true. But like, if, you have patience and you can deal with your emotions easily. I don't think this is that hard because I was able to finish the first two worlds rather easily. Like some bosses took me like an hour to defeat and there are only like five-minute bosses. But it's not uh, it's not uh, tedious because you, you, you die and then you start right over. It doesn't take that, mo- that long and you can figure out the patterns and whatnot. And eventually you'll get it but by the third world the bosses are really really harder and i always had struggle uh dealing with like losing again and again and again and again and again and knowing that eventually i could get really close to the boss and fail and then start again and not even get that close again so it just if i only i could like persevere and not be that that way but i always had trouble which is probably why even after playing games all my life i'm not really that good at video games because of that i just don't have the patience or the attitude to just persevere which is probably one of the reasons why i've always had trouble with (coughs) uh, like rpgs and traditional rpgs because i've never liked it back in the day when you would like play for about 20 minutes and get defeated at a boss, and then had to do all that again to just potentially lose again and st- start over. I don't like repeating stuff. So, what I'm gonna do is uh, probably take a break from Cuphead and eventually get back to it. I would I would love to play it with a friend and just have taking turns. Not really the co op. I, I haven't tried a co op. Uh, it seems like I don't know if they how the, they balance again. The they probably did because they they did a great job with this, but uh, I'm not sure if they. Uh, if the game is made for co-op. So I'm not sure about it, but I would love to play it with a friend just uh, switching remotes and stuff like that. Sounds like a really fun game. Uh, While I was playing that, I also uh, polished off uh, Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze, which I had not played... uh, I think it came out in May or whatever of last year. I had not played since then, but I had made it all the way to World 4 back then, so I wanted to finish off. There are only six worlds, so I played that. Uh, was re- really fun. I played with, like, basically easy mode. I played with Cranky, uh, the new, not Cranky Kong. Cranky Kong was the. It's funky Kong. The Wii U. Funky Kong was introduced in this one. So I played with him. And really makes the game yeah, easy. It's really hard to lose with him, although there are some levels. I will say that without him, I don't see myself beating this game because, oh my god, th- this game is way harder than Donkey Kong Country Returns because the levels are much longer and there are way more ways to die. So I'm glad they added Funky Kong. Uh, yeah, is it Funky? Yeah, Funky Kong. Yeah, it's the guy with the surfboard, no? Yeah. Yeah, it's Funky yeah, Kong. Yeah, so I was able to polish that off. And I believe there was one Switch game I was playing before Cuphead and I completely forgot what it is, but I guess it doesn't really matter. And and I'm also playing Pokemon Y right now for some reason that you will all find out very soon.
0: Wow, that's amazing! You're actually my hero. So interesting. Am- those that's interesting comments about Cuphead and um, Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong man, I don't know why I, I I gotta get like into that. Seriously, I wish they would put Donkey Kong Country Returns on the uh, Switch as well because. Like I loved that series on the SNES, man, or the Super NES as you call it. Um, like I, I, it is on the 2DS. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Hmm, intriguing. Hmm. Anyway, um, so I was making my way through Dragon Quest Six for the last, um, I don't know, seventy hours, something like that, which which basically was all semester. I've been, uh, which is crazy. Knowing me, that's crazy. Because, like, I would spend so much time on that if I was out of school. Anyways, last night, uh, ironically enough, I just beat the game. So now I just have the one, uh, like, super boss. And that's pretty much it.
1: Awesome. Yeah. Oh, that reminds me, I was also playing Super Mario Bros. too. On the NES uh, app on the Switch, oh man, yeah, that, that game is amazing.
0: Yeah, man, I I uh, ugh, I really wish they would add. I'm in the mood, and and I think I'm actually going to play it on the 3DS to be honest, because I haven't played A Link to the Past in way too long. So I I'm I'm kind of giving up on Nintendo releasing this on the Switch anytime soon. So I think I'm just going to go ahead and download it on the 3DS and play it like that.
1: And the now that I remember, I also finished off, published off Final Fantasy VII on this. Oh screen.
0: yeah! So what did you think? That was your first so, time ever finishing, no?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Well, uh, to be honest, it wasn't really for me, but I can see the appeal. Like, I, like I, we've talked about it last time, and I, 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 I talked about the uh, the importance of the game and what's what's pretty cool with the game and all that. But I think I. I, I Back in the day, I would have enjoyed it way more, and I did when I played it. But I just, the more I grew up, the more I find that I don't have the patience anymore for those types of RPGs, even even with all the the, the cheats and stuff. Because there was a, at the end of the game, there's a lot of going back to previous areas, and I like I I didn't play the, the game with a notebook or anything, so I didn't write down this. Not the name of this town is this. And, you know, most games, when you go into a town, a new era, at the top of the screen, they'll say, okay, uh, this is Montreal. This is... Da-da-da. They'll say the name of the town when you enter. But mm-hmm. in this game, they don't. So since I didn't remember some of the towns, there was a lot of backtracking for me at the end. But eventually, I figured it out. Fun little game. Final boss was pretty hard, even with all the cheats, because I... I really? Interesting. Well, most interesting. was very hard. Like, I had... Good thing I bought some uh, Phoenix Downs and I had somebody who had the the spell to uh, reverse people who were turned into toads because if I didn't have that, I would have been screwed (laughs) (laughs) because Sephiroth kept turning everybody into toads. Yeah, that's what he does. That's what he does.
0: He just turns people to toads and then goes, So that's cool.
1: And also there's a move that Sephiroth does where... Some kind of meteorite or something goes through all our planets before getting hurt. And it was like, it was cool the first time he did it. But by the 17th time he did it, I kind of lost, uh, I had a a hard time getting, uh, suspending my disbelief. Because I was like, didn't he just destroy all those planets? Now he's destroying them again? Yeah. How?
0: How? He (laughs) he reanimates them. (laughs) What's crazy is it's, it's to hear this from someone who's never played the game or whatever. So you have never experienced like the huge materia. You obviously never got Knights of the Round. You didn't do the Chocobo uh, races or breeding. Oh, oh, man. I don't
1: know why someone would do that. Well, you Sounds d- like a boring chore to me. <laughs> you do it <laughs> to get
0: the, the ultimate materia. That's essentially what it's all about. And uh, you should just YouTube sephiroth battle
1: with yeah you told me you could kill him in two shots yeah
0: exactly just check it out it's hilarious because it's like this big epic you know and you see him coming down and it's like you just one attack and he's dead right away it's it's hilarious you feel like you're a god it's uh it's really something so what are we talking about today
1: well, I think today I didn't <laughs> really have uh That's have great. much much news. There's probably is but like I I don't know. There's nothing really that hit me besides uh Nintendo released their financials, I believe, last week or last month, who knows? Last year. But we have lots of uh new sales data to report, so I figured why not talk about this, see where it goes and then we'll end up with a Nintendo fanboys. Which I forget is probably mine this week and I have not found one, but I'll pick something out of a hat later. So the first story I want to talk about is the digital sales because uh, Nintendo Life has a story on the fact that Nintendo's digital site, digital sales are, are nearly double the amount of the previous fiscal year. And that's the exact quote from the title. So I'm going to try to pull off. Uh, they say that the, for the first time ever, it exceeded 100 billion yen, which is probably around what, 100 Canadian dollars? Not sure.
0: Yeah, something like that.
1: <laughs> but yeah, so we have here 118.8 billion yen in digital sales last year for Nintendo. And in 2017, well, the, this is ending March 2019. So what ended March 2018, it's, 60 billion yen. So, yeah, it's nearly double, which is a trend you're seeing from Microsoft, from Sony, from everywhere. And it's just people really love the convenience of being able to buy everything and anything right from your home and having them on your system 100% of the time not having to switch out disks or carts or whatever you want it. It's 1.2 billion, dude.
0: That's what it's worth, 1.2
1: billion, that's... A lot of money. I'd love to have that in my bank account. You do, yeah. I know you do, but I don't. So it will be like I, I know a friend of mine recently was. Uh, we had a hockey tournament this weekend, and I went at his place, and he had downloaded a game that looks awesome called The Hunter Call of the Wild, which is basically a realistic open world, huge open world uh, hunting simulator, and. I checked if it was on the Switch, and it isn't, so I might even download it on the PS4, but (laughs) I I did a calculator with my speed, and it would take me, I think, 33 hours to download the damn game. So I'm kind of discouraged by that, but he just downloaded it, and it's on his system, and he's basically playing all the time, so it's it's a, a huge trend that is not going away, and it's only every year, like, almost doubling. And by next year, I wouldn't be surprised if Nintendo sold 2 billion uh, sales digital. Because everybody, even the new kids today, they don't care about having uh, physical copies and whatnot. They just want to play the games because they're used to playing games on their phones. And there never have been a a phone with digital, uh, with physical games. Maybe the... No the Nokia engage. engage baby yeah, yeah. <laughs> but besides that like so they don't care about that so and, and like I said it's very very convenient to have to be able to play a game at midnight
0: yeah I don't think anyone in on earth will uh, will argue with that like it's impossible
1: because there is a reason why these uh, these trends like are doubling every year everywhere. So
0: no, but I mean, just look at just look at everything, right? Music is digital only. Movies and stuff. The consumption now is switched to digital. Gaming is the next is the next medium. You know, pictures is all digital. Like it, it is it is what it is. It's where we're going. Whether or not people like it is irrelevant. Like it is where we're going. And I'm looking. Well, at I it, think
1: yeah think it's pretty clear by the numbers that people like it it's just no uh, yeah it's just hardcore the, niche. Uh, hardcore gamers and the, f- the collectors yeah exactly are afraid of the uh the grander scheme of things or whatever this yeah no like okay the future but i think it will take a very 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 long time before uh, physical media is out completely out yeah. Because, like you mentioned, the music industry, you can still buy vinyls today. Like, there's still a niche market, and I think with video games, it probably will be a niche market with companies like Limited Run and whatnot, that will, like, even in 10, 15 years, will probably still have, maybe just a major game, have a physical copy here and there for, hopefully, towns like me, back in 10, 15 years, will actually have internet that works, but maybe we won't still, <laughs> for some reason, even though it's now Canadian law, apparently. But uh, I think it it won't necessarily go the way of the Dodo, but I think we'll see less and less and less because even major games are now, like... Well, major games. Some games are only digital from the get-go. So we'll see. Yeah, no, I
0: just meant that, um, like, this... It's not even a trend anymore. Like, I wouldn't even use that word anymore. It's like, this is normal. And... I know there's people that worry about preservation and stuff like that, and I understand. I mean, I do. I, it's one of these sorts of things where, like, I get it. Um, but then you, you go and you do what I did this week, right? So, like, I'm playing Dragon Quest Six, and I'm like, man, you know, like if this was if this was digital, right? I'd be able to play all the Dragon Quest theoretically. Like, they would be able to be transferable to another platform later on that potentially never could ever play those games. Like the Wii U, right? Having access to DS games on the Wii U, as an example. That never would be possible if it was only physical. Like, you'd have to have adapters and weird crap and, like, all kinds of weird stuff. Um, And that's, that's, to me, where I look at it, like, the potential for digital isn't being maximized yet. Like, it really isn't. It's not there yet in terms of where I want it. Like, I I mean, what Nintendo's doing with their service there on Switch, with the Nintendo games, like, that's just scratching the surface, man. Like, there's so much potential for Nintendo to release, like, the Nintendo app on everything. On cell phones, Xbox, PlayStation, your television, all PCs. And it has like a wealth of uh, of like old Nintendo games. Like, why not do that? Like their sales, like you you said, they were like one one point two billion or whatever. They'd probably be like ten billion. You know, like it would it would it would just explode if people had access to all those things. And if they're if they still want to stay in the hardware game and they want to focus on on their own hardware, well, then that's fine. You can have your modern day games be 100% exclusive to your hardware. There you go. So anyways, whatever. I'm just saying that I think, uh, it's no longer, I think it's ridiculous if we say that digital is a trend or anything like that. It's, it's normal now. Like, yeah, but I think,
1: uh, what I mean is I think by in two or three years, I think it's not ridiculous to say digital sales will have surpassed physical sales. I think it's, it might even come sooner than that, but soon. Like digital sales would actually outsell physical media, so that's what I mean by yeah. the trend. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, and it's going to happen. There's no question about that. It's going to happen. Uh, like you said, all the next gen systems—well, I can't say all, but I know that. We, well, we already do know that PlayStation Five will have physical media, and I think I think it's here to stay-ish <laughs> for at least for a bit. Like you said, I think it's just because if. If you don't have access to like really fast internet or anything like that, it can be a little bit of a pain in the rear end. To uh, oh yeah, look at download. me because
1: the, the game I called the Hunter, it's only thirty three gig, but there are games like Red Dead War over a hundred gig. Yeah, right? that's that's like five days of downloading. Yeah, exactly. For me. And by by the way, when I do that, my girlfriend, my kids cannot watch Netflix. If yeah. they try to do that, it won't work. Yeah. So it's not just the fact that it takes me five days is the fact that while I'm doing that You can't do anything else. We can't do anything else yeah. that requires internet. So it's it's really yeah. a pain. So. Yeah
0: no man and I, I hear you. For sure I hear you. I'm just I'm I, I just hope it's like like they fix your net, but I also hope that the devices don't cheap out. Like I say, uh, the Switch I think has the worst Wi Fi I have ever seen in any uh, video game product.
1: It's not even funny, and I I don't know if it's just yours and mine because some people have been, have said theirs works fine, but I my I'm on when I'm on the couch in my living room, I have trouble connecting my switch to my router. I need to go in the kitchen where the router is, and connect it, and then come come back. And yeah. with my 3ds, I can be outside, I can be anywhere, yep. and it will connect instantly without a hitch. Yep, and it's a very old hardware. Why is that? Maybe I have an old router, which I do. I no, but, no, but no, but Steven, Steven. Anything Steven, to do with that? No way, man. Look at me.
0: Like it makes no sense. I'm living in like the hub of the internet and it's my 3DS can download games faster than my Switch. Yeah. And it makes no sense. Like and I I'm not talking I mean we I'm comparing apples to apples, right? Like obviously uh you can't download like Breath of the Wild on on your 3DS, but I'm just saying that like the the
1: Breath of the Wild is not actually that big of a file. I I I I think the original file was like, like not even 5 gig. I don't know how they did it. Right? Yeah. If you yeah, can yeah, look yeah, it up yeah, yeah. because yeah. Pokemon Sun and Moon was just a under 4 gig when I downloaded it, like, in 2016. So, Nintendo was doing some voodoo with Zelda. I don't know how they managed to make it. Maybe I'm exaggerating, but maybe I think I remember it being, like... Because I downloaded that game on my Wii U, and it didn't. It took, like, four hours. Well, so, it wasn't that big of a file.
0: For me, anything on my Switch takes forever. Like, I have Dragon Quest X that I wanted to, to sample, right? Because when the IP was removed, which, unfortunately, was not removed for Canada... I wanted to test it out, so I wanted to re-download the game, so I go to re-download the game, and it's like 7.5 hours is the estimated time. I'm like, what? I'm like, that, like, what? That's ridiculous. Like, utterly ridiculous. And then, like, on my PC here, I can download in 10 seconds. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't understand at all. It makes no sense, and even my other Wi-Fi devices, like when I want to update some of my uh, Apple devices, some of the stuff, man, that I download is like 12 gigs. That's larger than the file for Dragon Quest X, and it's like, uh, you know, six minutes. So I don't know what is wrong with the Switch's hardware, but man, is it suck. The, the Wi-Fi card, and again, maybe it was just launch models, or or I don't know, maybe maybe something else, but it's just really, really weird. Anyway, there you go. All right,
1: so now that we're speaking about internet, I think it's a nice segue to my next point, which is that 9.8 million Switch owners have signed up to the online service and 2.8 million have played Tetris 99. So this is, again, the exact uh, title from a Nintendo Life article. I want to source them because that's what I'm using here. So uh, we'll talk about the Switch overall sales numbers later, but I think they're at 33 million or something like that. So that means that, just a bit less than a third have signed, right? Nine point eight million. Yep, yep. Still, it it launched uh, in September, so that's uh, one, two, three, four, five, five months ago, right? Yeah. So that's still not that bad, but I think the percentage of people uh, signed up. Uh, I hope it gets better for them because I, I think they're probably aiming more for at least forty percent of. Switch owners having the online uh, membership, maybe even more. But still, I I just wanted to talk about that. And Tetris 99 seems to be a huge success, Uh, 2.8 million. I believe it was released in, what, February or January of this year? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, so 2.2, 2.2? 2.8 million. Wow, that's even better. I've played the game, so that's obviously a huge success. And I believe it's the only place you can play the game so far. So... You'd get for nintendo what do you think about that those numbers
0: no good uh i mean it it's it's kind of funny because i think we're at a point now where it's like it's become expected to pay for this service you know what i mean um and so i think the only thing that's honestly holding nintendo back right now and it might seem kind of stupid but i think is nintendo i think they're they're honestly their biggest um sort of hindrance to the success of their their online subscription model is the fact that they still have that stupid app for the phones and stuff like that i think if they if they just would improve that that aspect you know like voice chat or messaging of some sort or or any of that i think you'd actually see these numbers getting even like higher and higher and higher but it just goes to show like those numbers are really high just in and of themselves and like it is a backwards sort of platform so yeah no it's good stuff good stuff i don't really have too much to say on this because it's uh it's it's where we're going, right? Like it's gonna it's gonna come standard where you basically you buy your system and you pay a monthly subscription. That's gonna be the norm.
1: Yeah, I think Microsoft is releasing uh, all digital Xbox One S soon. Yeah, that
0: wouldn't surprise me, man.
1: Uh, I think it's bundle at the beginning with uh, Xbox Game Pass and what else. So that's 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 pretty cool. Uh, next, I want to talk about Japanese sales data because something that is very interesting is that. The Switch has now sold 8 million uh, systems in Japan. And the PlayStation 4, as of right now, or as of a few weeks ago, was at 8,033,000. So the Switch is 33,000 units away from outselling the PlayStation 4 in Japan, which is really interesting and tells you about what consoles are doing over there because PlayStation 4, I think, here is at 98, well, here. Worldwide is at 98 million and the Switch is at 33. So there's a huge gap. I don't think the Switch will ever reach it there, but in Japan, it's already maybe as we're speaking, already have overtaking the PlayStation 4, which is really surprising since the PlayStation 4 was released in 2013. So obviously have a four, three, four year head start. So I thought that was really uh, interesting and something not many people are talking about.
0: Yeah, I think it's because, like you said, I think you, you just nailed it. The, the fact, I think, is people are, are looking at the fact that, you know, the, the PlayStation 4 sold, like, almost 100 million units, and that's what people are, are primarily focusing on. For Japan, I mean, I'm not surprised, and I know it might seem silly, but the more you know the culture, or the more you learn about the culture, the more you realize, like, they, they are the future of, of sort of our culture, They're about, like, you know, maybe 15 years ahead of us. And they're your people, by the way. They are your people. They have been portable-friendly since day one. And they never really looked back. Like, after the Game Boy was released, they truly never looked back. And, yeah, the PlayStation 2 was a tremendous success because of DVDs and all that jazz. But, oh, my guy is getting... starting (laughs) to complain... But, um, the, the Switch really is an amazing platform for those, for, for those people that want to, you know, take their gaming on the go. And I don't think, I really don't think it's any surprise that, um, uh, you know, that we're seeing what we're seeing. But it, I think actually, you know what's even more impressive to me is the fact when you look at those 98 million PlayStation 4 sold and you realize that, only 8 million or whatever. What did you say it was? 8 million and 33,000. So let's say 8 million, just round it. Um, so only 8 million of 98 are from Japan. It's crazy, eh? Like how yeah. the industry has changed so much. It's just, it's crazy. When you think of that, it's like, so if I remove all of Japan, the PlayStation 4 is still at 90 million sold. <laughs> like holy crap you know (laughs) like that's unbelievable anyways yeah no but i think it's no surprise at all and uh people talking i think it's because they're just looking at the higher number i think that's all it really is um but no one should be surprised that nintendo's doing really like gangbusters in their hometown and i think it's a real testament to like i said the, the fact that people like gaming on the go over there it's why mobile has exploded in japan like just exploded And I think, honestly, that uh, we will be in a similar situation in the next, you know, 10 to 15 years where everything, it will be, it will be, like, unheard of to not be able to continue Final Fantasy 47 on your phone. And I know that's, I know that people are going to be like, what, you're crazy and this and that, but it's the truth. Like, we're slowly moving to a future where it's not the dedicated console anymore it's not the dedicated pc it's not mobile it's some sort of mixed match hybrid and i honestly think nintendo was like they're really onto something with the switch the concept behind the switch of being able to have a device that can can basically give you that experience in multiple locations i just think that the future is not going to be the device it's just going to be the experience and i think that's why microsoft is heavily um focusing on that so that they can have halo 42 on your phone on your pc on your switch on your whatever you want because of that, like they want to move out of hardware and basically do the windows model. Say, let someone else build the hardware. We just want to make sure we have an app that gives access mm-hmm. or a portal that gives access to all our games. And that's where the real money is.
1: Yeah. I, re- I always thought like, like that, that Nintendo should re- release their games everywhere, but also like something I never thought about that uh, Colin mentions on his podcast is that I think he says that Sony gets a 30% cut out of every third party game sold. Is that true? Is that, ter- I am sure they are like, maybe they have deals with EA or something. If you release your big game here first, or if you give us exclusive DLC, we'll only take a 15% cut or something like that. Like, cause if that's true, I, I can see the importance of releasing your own hardware too, if you're going to get a huge cut like that.
0: Yeah, there's, what he's talking about is licensing fees. And, and yes, the, the licensing fees, absolutely right. But again, that's very short-sighted. That's very short-sighted to think like that because, um, in technology, there's something called a disruptive tech. Okay. So I'll give you just a really, really quick example and then we can move on. But when Apple introduced the iPhone, right? 96% of the revenues. Okay were coming from your Sony, Ericsson, Motorola, Nokia, okay? Uh, About six months to, say, three years, somewhere like in that ballpark, Apple controlled 98% of the revenues from the mobile devices, okay, from cell phones. Now, what does that have to do with anything? It's if you're short-sighted, if you're too focused on you, Okay, And if, if, like, Sony and other companies are looking at that license fee, if they're just looking at that license fee, they're going to get destroyed. Because another competitor is going to come in and is going to offer something unique, like what, what we're talking about, like some sort of portal that gives access to all their games on every platform and people are paying monthly subscriptions, like, you know, hundreds of millions of people are paying, like, this subscription, it won't matter anymore like your old licensing model will be completely disrupted and that new person will be king and i'm putting that in quotations because just in terms of revenue and so that's why it's always dangerous to to stick with what you know stick by your laurels it's dangerous it's really really dangerous i get what colin's saying in that context but that model is not going to last forever someone will come out and disrupt that model and if you don't do it first you're going to be left behind
1: Cool, so uh, next I want to move, because Nintendo released the top 10 selling games of every console. So I'm going to start with the Wii DS and Wii U 3DS, and then we'll finish with the Switch. I want to keep the Switch last, and these, I always like talking about this. And so I'll start with the Wii, and I'll list them in order of the best seller all the way to the... No, actually, I'll start from the bottom, it's more interesting. So we have number 10 is Wii Party, with 9.33 million sold. Then we have Super Mario Galaxy with 12.79 million copies sold. And we have Super Smash Brothers Brawl with 13.30 million copies sold. Then we have Wii Fit Plus with 21.13 million. Wii Fit, 22.67 million. Wii Play, 28.02. New Super Mario Brothers Wii, 30.26. Then we have Wii Sports Resort at 33.10 million. Uh, Number two is Mario Kart Wii at 37.20 million. And best-selling Wii game of all time is Wii Sports at 82.87 million copies, which I believe makes it the best-selling Nintendo game of all time.
0: That's it? Yeah, Yeah, but it does obviously...
1: Yeah, it's because I had the phone call. I had to refuse and it's the guy again. I might have to call him. Oh, that's okay. In a, in a second, I might have to let you talk for a bit. I'll uh, do
0: it. Yeah, yeah, no problem. Go ahead. Just let me know when you're going to do it.
1: Okay. So I'm going to call him right away if you want to talk about those numbers really quickly and I'll be back. Okay.
0: So I would like to put things in perspective here. Okay. Uh, I, I just think it's, it's, it's crazy. Okay. It's totally, totally crazy. So we got, uh, we got the best-selling Nintendo game right at eighty-two point eight seven million copies. That's insane, and that was also packed in. You have to remember that with a with like all the launch, like uh, not even launch, but like for the the first model of Wii came with Wii Sports, and then they separated it out after and everything like that. But you want to hear something insane? You really want to hear something nuts? Just to put things in perspective. Grand Theft Auto 5 has sold over 90 million copies. Think of that. That's nuts. Like, I find that nuts. Absolutely nuts. Because Grand Theft Auto has been on the market for like 82 million years. And I, I sort of feel like it's been it's been around <laughs> since longer than Wii Sports. But no, it hasn't. But it's still crazy. Like, I find it still absolutely nuts. Because GTA 5... Like, everybody knows GTA V, and it really shows just how well Wii Sports sold. That, that's the point I'm trying to make here, is it really, really, really sold well. But if you look down that list, something else becomes quite apparent. I mean, it really does. The main games, like big, non-white-collar um, like games, didn't sell that well uh they really didn't it it was really stuff that was catered towards you know look at we sports right 83 million you could say we sports resort 33 million we play 28 million we fit 22 million we fit plus 21 million now traditional gaming you've got mario kart right and i think honestly it's like everyone who bought like the white collar stuff, that was the one and only game they bought. And then they may have bought new Super Mario Brothers 2. But there is a distinct, like, I mean, there is a seismic shift between Mario Kart Wii, new Super Mario Brothers 2, and then the next traditional game. The next traditional game is Super Mario, uh, sorry, Super Smash Brothers Brawl at 13.3 million. That is less than 60%. Of what new Super Mario Bros. Wii sold. So it really puts things in perspective. Like there was not a lot of of, you know, traditional games that that Nintendo made that really like wrecked faces, I would say. They I mean Super Smash Bros. Brawl did thirteen point three million and Super Mario Galaxy did twelve point well you can round up to twelve point eight million, but the rest of this list is pretty much dominated by, you know, the Wii brand stuff. And I think it's just that a lot of people for nostalgia reasons bought new Super Mario Bros. Wii. And same with Mario Kart. Like they just they wanted something a little bit fun to play, something simplistic, and there you go. But those numbers I think for Brawl and Galaxy are much more in line with what you would expect to see from those types of games, and you'll see uh, as we go on. I'm not sure, Stephen, are you back? Yep. Okay. Because I think um, as we move on, I think you're gonna start. You're get, not start to see, but I think you're gonna see the 13.3 and the 12.8 is gonna be much more realistic for what what you're going to see as we keep going here that's my take anyway and it could be totally wrong or whatever but my perspective is that it really shows when you look at the numbers it really shows that we was dominated absolutely dominated by that more casual market
1: okay so uh, after that i'm gonna to go to the nintendo ds sales okay uh, so I'm gonna start from the bottom again. Super Mario 64 DS at number 10 with 11.6 million copies sold. Then we have Animal Crossing Wild World at 11.75 million. Then we have Pokemon Heart Gold and Soul Silver at 12.72. We have More Brain Training. How old is your brain at 14.88 million. Then we have Pokemon Black and White at 15.64 million. And we have Pokémon Diamond and Pearl at seventeen point sixty seven million. Then Dr. Kawashima's Brain Training. How old is your brain? At nineteen point zero one million. Then Mario Kart DS, twenty three point sixty. Number two is Nintendo Dogs at twenty three point ninety six. And the best-selling Nintendo DS game was New Super Mario Brothers at thirty point eighty million copies sold. So. Interesting that Black and White Two was the only Pokemon game not to make it in here. Actually, no, Pokemon Platinum either didn't make it. And when we will see the 3DS, we'll see that every single Pokemon Mainline game made it. So, okay, those so are the numbers. Now, the this DS. is really
0: this is this is really interesting because the DS is like just scratching the the butt of the PlayStation Two as the most successful video game console of all time. Correct? Yep. Okay. Now, look at the numbers. What did I just say? I just said when we spoke about the Wii that, you know, you'd expect to see more 13.3, 12.8. You'd expect to see that kind of stuff on a more traditional console, and that's exactly what you're seeing here. If you look, one, two, three, four, five i'd say up to 17.6 million which is pokemon uh, diamond and pearl those are are more in line like the sales are more in line with what you would expect from a hyper like popular nintendo traditional and i'm putting that in quotations whatever traditional base uh, system so to me i look at the ds and just by looking at this i would say that the ds was significantly more successful than the Wii in the sense of traditional gaming, and only in the sense of traditional gaming. I'm not talking about anything else there. And yeah, of course, you have your Nintendo dogs, and you have you know your Brain Age games, and you have things like that. Of course, but just the the sheer amount of other types of games that you're seeing on there to me shows that you know that the way I felt about the system was correct, or at least was more in line with what the masses felt.
1: All right, so next I'll move on to Wii U.
0: Your <laughs> which, favorite system of all yeah,
1: time. which the numbers are a bit more lower, as you'll see.
0: Yeah, but, okay, something you should also mention, Stephen, is you should also say what the lifetime sales were, to put it in perspective, because it does make a difference. For the system?
1: Yeah, yeah, I believe the Wii U was what thirteen million yeah, about, around. Yeah, that's that. my point so exactly. The number one is a very impressive because of that. Because if you can do the percentage, well, I'm saying that if you have the number in front of you, if you don't, I'll, we'll do it later. Yeah, yeah as long So as my number cat ten uh, moves. <laughs> <laughs> number ten is Mario Party Ten at two point twenty one million. After that, we have the Legend of Zelda: The Wind Waker HD at two point thirty million. Uh, we have new Super Luigi U at three point zero four million. Super Mario Maker at 4 million, Splatoon at 4.94 million, Nintendo Land at 5.19 million, Super Smash Bros. for a Wii U at 5.36 million, New Super Mario Bros. U at 5.79 million, Super Mario 3D World at number 2 with 5.82 million which is really interesting because I don't you don't really see uh 3D well it's not that 3D of a game but usually the 2D Mario games outsell them and at number 1 we have Mario Kart 8 at 8.44 million copies sold which is probably around a 70 70% Okay. Uh, unit rate. Yeah, I did. I it's, also six, have it's, it's 62. It's 62. 62. Yeah. 62% of people who own the Wii U bought Mario Kart 8, which is pretty impressive. I it also is. want to mention though that these numbers, I'm not sure really they're 100% correct because if I recall, Zelda, Breath of the Wild, I believe, sold like 2.5 or 3 million copies on the Wii U, but maybe they, the Nintendo decided to include those numbers with the Switch for some reason because it's not here, so maybe it, it's legit, it didn't sell more than Mario Party 10 at 2.21 million, but I could have swore that it did, but either Nintendo well, decided to bundle both numbers, well, you might not be able to find out because Nintendo might have been tricky like that, or did it really sell as much as I thought it did on the It Wii did
0: Wii. not sell as much as you thought. There you go.
1: Do you do have you the number? Yes, I do. 1.5 million. On the Wii U? Yeah. Okay, so there you go. So uh, I guess I was wrong. Which okay.
0: is, we, you should be used to that by now.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, I am. Yeah,
0: so, yeah. <laughs> that's great. So, okay, um, this to me is much more respectable. And again, in in again, in, I have to choose my words carefully here. I don't want people to go, like, huh? But like seeing 8.4 million, like you said, for Mario Kart 8, that's incredible. Like that's that's unbelievable. <laughs> When you think of just how few systems were sold, <laughs> I'm looking down this list, and these are some good games, man. Yeah. And it's also sad. want to mention
1: that so far, all three systems we've done, and I think it will be the same for the 2ds. All first-party Nintendo games. Not a single third-party game has made the top ten list. Okay, those.
0: but wait a second, though. We have to be careful here, because that that this is not exactly accurate. You know why? Nope because this only is showing first party titles
1: okay okay it doesn't yeah because dude
0: it. monster hunter that's true you're like there's no way monster hunter would be all like it would be part of this for sure okay anyways go on keep going because this is uh very well the,
1: the the do you think monster hunter sold more than i don't think so because the number 10 game is Super Mario DS, 11.06 million. And Monster what? Hunter really sold only in Japan. In Japan, Dragon Quest is the best game and doesn't do more than 5-6 million because of the small population. Yeah, so I, I'll I don't check think what
0: the highest selling uh, third-party DS game is. You, you, you could be right. You could be right, but I just find it weird. My God, 140 DS games sold over a million copies wow wow that's crazy dude no no i think you're right i think you're actually right uh because the so here we go uh 10 is super mario 64 ds right with 11 million mario party ds is number 11 with 9.3 million uh pokemon um black 2 and white 2 are at 7.63 million pokemon platinum is 7.06 million Dragon Quest 9 is at 5.3 million. So there you go.
1: So that will be the that will be the third party game.
0: Yeah, that's the first third party game. So yeah. You're right. Okay. Wow. I'm not used to that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's pretty huge, though. 9 million. Uh, what you no, not what, five, What's the five. number? 5 million. K. Yeah. Because that's pretty much all Japan. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. what in Nintendo 3DS? Uh, Number 10, Tomodashi Life, 6.45 million. Pokemon Ultra Soon and Ultra Moon, 8.37 million. Super Smash Brothers, 9.49 million. Animal Crossing New Leaf, 12.21 million. Super Mario Tree Lamb, 12.50 million. New Super Mario Brothers 2, 13.16 million. Pokemon Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, 14.19 million. Pokemon Sun and Moon sixteen point fifteen million, Pokemon X and Y sixteen point thirty nine million, and Mario Kart Seven at eighteen point twenty six million. So we have one, two, three, four Pokemon games on here. Every single Pokemon game is charted here. So yeah,
0: I'm looking at uh, different sales here. I'm like, hmm. Um, Well, again, that Mario Kart man. That Mario yeah. Kart,
1: people love their Mario Karts. I
0: know. I like uh, the uh, ten, nine, eight, seven. Number seven. It's where it's at.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's it, it's probably the only game here that outsold its DS counterpart, right? I think. Let's so us see. Yeah. Mario Kart Seven. The Mario Karts on DS did yeah twenty three point sixty, and Animal Crossing Wild World did eleven point seventy five. So it's the only one. Yeah. Because Pokemon Diamond and Pearl sold seventeen point sixty seven, so, so so X and Y did pretty close. But everything else besides uh, Animal Crossing, Animal Crossing actually grew on the 3DS with a uh, much uh, like half of the install base. So that's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, no, that uh, that game I checked yesterday because like when I finished Dragon Quest Six, even though it's not a hundred percent finished yet, because I like I said I want to go and finish that Super Boss. Um. It is still my like by far my number one game I played on my 3ds.
1: Like we didn't mention one Zelda game right so far. Oh, besides uh, on the Wii U we had uh, the the Wind Waker remake. Yeah,
0: yeah that that's kind of like that's
1: interesting for the top ten Switch when we're going to talk about yeah, that in exactly. the next few seconds.
0: Exactly. Well, go for it, dude.
1: Okay, so we have the top 10 Switch games, which are really, really interesting, I thought. Number 10 is uh, Mario Tennis Aces at 2.64 million. Uh, pretty good, I thought, because Mario <laughs> Tennis, like, like, I didn't expect that to sell that. Well, 1-2 two Switch, 2.97 million. Can't believe 2.97 million of people bought that game. Yeah, me neither. Go and then number 8, man, that's awesome. New Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe sold 3.31 million this was released in January and is a port of a seven-year old game Wii U <laughs> game and yeah. that's why like I complain about their price that's why they released that at 79.99 Canadian because people buy it obviously yeah and good for them like uh, I li- I still like that game but I'm just saying like I'm surprised that it sold that well in such a like in two months of sales then we have Super Mario Party 6.4 40 million dollars that was released million dollars uh, eh? yeah (laughs) (laughs) 6.40 million units sold that was released what uh in september i believe so that's not even a year already 6.40 million like these games splatoon 2 Mm 8.70 million like these are huge numbers considering like the the uh time frame these games and these games are still charting today yeah
0: and don't pokemon. forget also it's also the uh install based like don't forget that the the wii uh sorry the switch has not sold 100 million units so this yeah. is very impressive
1: yeah pokemon let's go pikachu let's go eevee combined to sell 10.63 million copies which i believe is soft uh This is interesting because it's the first time Pokemon games have uh, had the seventy nine point the eighty dollar Canadian price range or whatever sixty dollars US. Usually they're thirty dollars US or forty dollars fifty dollars Canadian because they're on handhelds. So I'm not not sure if it's because of the larger price or if, or if it's because uh, people like are interested in the Let's Go French series but not as much as the main series. So it will be interesting when Sword and Shield come out to see. If they, uh, can get back to, because X and Y sold 16 million copies, so did Sudden Moon. Diamond and Pearl sold 17, so, and if you go back to, like, red, blue, yellow, like, these, I believe, are close to 50 million, so, there's, like, (coughs) these are not necessarily bad, they're still very good, because these games were released in November, and so it's not that little while ago, but still, not as much as you'd expect from regular Pokemon games, so we'll see. How much Sword and Shield did. Number four, the Legend of Zelda, Breath of the Wild, twelve point seventy seven million copies, which must make it the best selling Zelda game of all time, right?
0: Yep. Absolutely.
1: And yes, if especially if you add the one point five million copies sold in the Wii U, like that's pretty good. And it like like we said, we, we talked about the top tens on every system. No Zelda games were on there besides one in the Wii U. So this Zelda games are very good. They don't usually sell this well. Breath of the Wild did and it's still selling. So that's pretty good. And for me, the next one is the most uh, impressive one of all because this game came out in December. Uh, one, two, three, four months ago and it has already sold 13.81 million copies. And that's Super Smash Brothers Ultimate which like must make it one of the top five best uh, fastest selling games of all time, I have to imagine, in that amount of time already at that point, it will probably surpass Mario Kart 8 Deluxe by the end of the year, which, spoiler alert, is number one. But number two, Super Mario Odyssey, 14.44 million copies. Again, pretty impressive. And at number one, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, a port of a really old Wii U game that was never sold at a discount still selling 16.69 million copies sold so there you go yeah pretty uh, ridiculous numbers if you ask me
0: they are they're they're nuts just like you they're they're nuts i am so happy of this list there's one game that makes me very happy do you know what that is actually
1: Um, i would guess it's zelda
0: yeah you'd think that but it's actually not it's uh, Super Mario Odyssey and the reason why is because they did take a, a, a chance with that. And I know you could say to the say they took a chance with Breath of the Wild, but Breath of the Wild I'm 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 less happy. Like I I I just I with Zelda it, it's hard to explain. It's just like with with Mario Odyssey it was like I really enjoyed Mario Odyssey. Like really really enjoyed Mario Odyssey and I I'm hoping that we get a sequel to it. With Breath of the Wild, I know that we're going to... Um, I know that we're going to see, you know... Like, I know we're going to have another Zelda. And I, I know all that. But with Mario, it's always weird, you know? I find it weird. Because they, they keep trying different things with Mario and whatever. And I really like where they they took this one. So it makes me very happy to see that. With Smash Brothers, I'm going to be fascinated. Fascinated to follow this. To see, like, what... Where does it go from here? Because look at... Look at how fast that game bloody sold like you said and I'd like to compare it to Mario Kart uh, 8 Deluxe and see. And there's one other game that I'm really curious if it's able to crack the 2.64 million. I'm really curious cuz the thing is with these Nintendo games is they continue to sell, right? Like they just continue to to go higher and higher and higher. Um, There's only a couple of games that are actually not on this list anymore that were on this list, which includes Xenoblade Saga. uh, Not Xenoblade. uh,
1: What the hell was it called? Was that it? Xenoblade Chronicles. Chronicles.
0: That's it. Yeah. Like that was on here. Um Fire Emblem at a point was on here, but they're all like at the one, one million sort of thing. But there's one third party game that's releasing later this summer that I'm very curious if it's going to be able to get to around three million because it's on Switch. Only because it's on Switch. And that's uh, Dragon Quest. I'm really curious to see if Dragon Quest XI is able to sell around three million. I think it won't be able to crack the top ten only because the your two point six four. It's it's highly doubtful that it's just going to stay at two point six four. You know what I mean? Like, do you they,
1: really think it will sell close to that? Because well, how much that's what I want to Japanese, know. because like I said, like that the, the, they're limited to Japanese only, and I don't know if Japanese uh, players like how much do the. Re-releases of a game sell compared to the original. I doubt this fifty percent. You'd say 60? no, no, no.
0: I, I don't know. That that's my point. Like, I really am curious. I'm curious to see how it performs on the Switch because that was the number one complaint in Japan was that it was not on the Switch. Like so, according to Famitsu. That was the big thing. And you said it yourself that now the Switch is going to overtake the PS4 even though it you know there's lifetime sales. Uh, not lifetime sales, but lifetime that it's been on the market is significantly different. So I'm going to be just curious to see, did people want Dragon Quest XI on the Switch in Japan? And that's what led to its sales. Because it's only sold about 4 million units, which is really i'd say it's soft ish the um the launch considering it was on multiple platforms i i was i was surprised by that so i'm just saying i'm going to be watching that whether or not it actually you know even sells 10 copies i have no idea but uh i'm just curious considering that was one of the biggest complaints in japan was that it was not available on switch but now it will be so i'm just curious and they're making it like the super omega deluxe version eh I don't know if you've been paying attention
1: yeah uh, yeah 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 So Sounds, uh, no I think I think it will I think it will sell a million but I don't know I just don't know you should know this like what's the because Dragon Quest games they get re-released all, all the time right so you yeah know, no but I mean, you should know the percentage like I, I doubt like I doubt they will be as huge as when Dragon Quest 11 was released originally two years ago.
0: We've never had sort of a situation like this before, so that's why it's hard to, it's hard to tell. Like before it would be like Dragon Quest, like 9 as an example, right? Dragon Quest 9 was the last one that we had and it was only available on the DS and that was it. But with this one it was kind of weird because, like, The 3DS version sold just about as well as the PS4. Like, they were neck and neck, the the two different versions. I don't know. I I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. But overall, in terms of sales, I mean, this is crazy. It's crazy. It's absolutely nuts. And I think with Zelda being at 12.77, I think that's a really big deal. That is. That's a really, really big deal. And I think that if they play their cards right they could have zelda be like you know one of their premiere franchises and if you look back through what steven just talked about you'll see that it was that was not the case so you know they could have just made they could have been successful in making zelda like something like larger than it ever was before and that's awesome like that's absolutely awesome now i'd love them to be able to do the same sort of thing with metroid and some of their other series but we shall see
1: Shall see indeed. So I'll end up with the uh, blast from the past, which I have no idea if we've done it before. I'll I talked tell about you. Super- I have my
0: list right here. Uh, do you remember what I did last week? By the way,
1: and the last time we were, it was supposed to be that uh, Ninja Turtles games, but I think I listened to the podcast, and you ended up. We I I switched the subject and you never went back to it, <laughs> which is hilarious. But I it was Turtles never... Four, right? Was yeah, but one? I don't even think you mentioned it on the show. Okay, perfect, <laughs> great. <laughs> Whatever. And what
0: episode are we even at now?
1: Uh, check your phone quickly. You'll see it. Because
0: oh. <laughs> <laughs> I need to keep track of this. Otherwise, we're gonna we're gonna make the same mistakes we made before.
1: So my, uh, if you would stop rudely interrupting me, <laughs> my blast from the past will be Super Mario Advance today, and it might be on the list, if it is, it'll be Super Mario Brothers 2, because that's what I wanted to talk about since I mentioned Super Mario Brothers 2, I played it on the Switch recently, and really love, I really love that game, and I think it's it must be either Mario Advance or Mario Brothers 2 is on the list somewhere, so... Pick your poison, <laughs> let me know. and I'm, Maybe Mario Advance is not on there.
0: No, Super it, Mario Advance is not on here. Neither is Super Mario 2.
1: Okay. So, you suck. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'll go with Mario Advance there. There okay, you go. So Mario Advance, a really good port of Mario Brothers 2. I think it's launched episode. with the Game Boy Advance. Amazing game. Get it.
0: Wow, we really have to stop with these blasts from the past because uh, you can see the... We don't even really talk about the game anymore or nothing. It's like... It's so lame. <laughs> no, it. like you, you just say the title, go get it.
1: It's awesome. Yeah. No, I can talk about it. It's just because you're typing and stuff, you're distracting me. But... <laughs> Oh. No, I really, really loved that. When that, when my Game Boy Advance uh, picked it up on launch day, I picked that up and F-Zero maximum velocity and I really had a fun time with Mario Advance. It came packaged with like that, that Super Mario Brothers or just Mario Brothers game rather that you could play multiplayer was really fun and then that game was packaged with every other Mario Advance games after that. And I think they added like uh, five or three Yoshi coins or five Yoshi coins per level. To collect, it was really, really well done. Really enjoyed that. Thought it was a perfect, uh, perfect port, and it wasn't exactly the Super Mario All Stars version. I think it was even there was even more enhancements than that, but I don't really remember. But it was really, really well done. Really perfect for a portable play. Really enjoyed it, and we should continue blast from the past, you bastard! It's just because. Every time you do a fanboys and I'm not there, you forget these things, and you, then you say it's because you, you you don't want to. You it's not the same without me, but it's just because you forget. I know you. I know that you're not prepared. You probably do these podcasts like improv, and you forget everything. So it's because of you, damn it! It's always because of you.
0: <laughs> it's because because of you, Mister Anderson. <laughs> All right, perfect. That was beautiful. In so fact, write it down. I might cry. I already did, and this is episode fifty-four. So fifty-four,
1: uh, and I just want to mention it for those who keep track, episode fifty-three's blast on the Pass. What turtles 4. Yeah, is it turtles in time? Yes, it is. And yes, I did talk about
0: you. it because I, I remember talking about the mode seven thing.
1: So you have to re-listen to the podcast. Damn, you yet. should. I don't. Sh- I'm not sure because you were talking about it. About something, and then I changed the subject because you're reminding me of something. Because I listened to the whole show, and I don't think we ever came back. Well, because that's you were possible. You were talking about Double Dragon, and then I because you want, you wanted to make your way to Turbos in Time for some reason with Double Dragon, and then you made me talk about something, and I don't think <laughs> you went back to it. But I could be wrong. Let me know if anybody out there is a hardcore listener of the show and has remembers stuff like this.
0: And with that, we shall say adieu. We shall see you all later. Uh, we're off to record episode number two. All right. Have a great one, everyone. We'll catch you in uh, two weeks. Take care.